Give God some praise. God is definitely good. Happy New Year. God is so good. Last year around this time, I didn't know if I would be seeing 2020. Bishop Blake actually gave me two introductions today. You heard the one where he talked about the colleges I went to, but two to three minutes before that, Bishop Blake gave me my real introduction and he said there may be someone in here that five years ago, you didn't know if you would be looking at Today, you didn't know if you would make it. You didn't know if you would give up. That was me five years ago. But today, by the grace of God, I've made it this far. And it was his mercy that carried me and brought me to this point. Is anybody happy for the grace and mercy of God? Is anybody happy that God has been working it out? For you, is anybody happy that God has brought them this far? Jesus, give God some praise. You didn't bring yourself here. God brought you this here, this, this far. Jesus, 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 Jesus. The truth is that all of us one day, whether we believe God or not, all of us will come to the point where we give him glory. So if I'm going to come to that point, I don't want to come to that point for nothing and still go to hell. I should have believed in you, God, but I didn't. But it's too late. I don't want it to be too late. So I'm going to live giving God glory. Amen. Is that your testimony? Jesus, give God some glory. Give God some glory. Give God some praise. Open your mouth and give God praise. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. I have to give honor to Bishop Charles Edward Blake and First Lady May Blake. If I can, I... Just want to let both of you know that I respect you both. I love you both. Over the years, over the decades, I've watched you sacrifice your needs and sacrifice your wants, disregard your own hurts only to cater to the hurts of other people. Bishop, thank you. First Lady, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I thank both of you. I can't love you all enough and can't thank you enough. And God blessed me. God blessed West Angeles. God blessed the world with you all. And thank you for being just who you are. I love you. I appreciate you. While you're standing, before I start crying, oh, yes, and Bishop, y'all know why I love Bishop. Bishop just reminded me of something, and 
And this time I did truly forget. I'm so nervous up here, y'all understand that, right? But put your hands together for my beautiful wife, Janine Blake. My three children are here in the house. If they can just wave their hands, you probably can't see them, but they're here. In the house, it would have been a bad 2020 if I would have forgot that. But if you can turn in your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 1, we're going to read verses 18 and 19. want to speak to you from the subject, the blood still works. The blood still works. First Peter chapter 1 verse 13, 18 says, For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversations received by tradition, from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. You may take your seats. Even though the Bible does not say it straight out, we have the privilege at this time to focus on a writing which was authored by the bishop of Rome and or Antioch. Peter wrote this particular letter for many reasons and during the time of the circulation of this letter, there was much persecution of the Christians in Rome and Peter wanted them to know to remain steadfast under persecution. He wanted them to remain holy during a time when it was hard to hang on to Jesus. Every once in a while, we deal with situations that make us want to focus our attention on the wrong things. We deal with all sorts of madness, and at times, that madness can push us to rely on our own plots and our own plans. When people come against me, it would be a lie if I told you that peaceful thoughts are the first thing that come to my mind. In my life, when I dealt with lack, it would be a lie if I told you that I never thought about stealing something just to fill the void. When I felt lonely on the inside, it would be a lie if I told you that I never thought about taking a drink or a smoke of something just to fill the void that I was filling. Can I just be honest, y'all? But here we have Peter telling the people to hang in there and persevere under what they were feeling. Hang in there under this persecution. Hang in there under this temptation. Hang in there under this lack. So Peter tells them at verse 18, as far as you know, you were not redeemed with corruptible things. 
A corruptible thing is something that can be corrupted or manipulated. Something that can be changed or something that is tangible. A corruptible thing can rust and decay and the Bible says not to lay up treasures that can rust and decay but lay up treasures in heaven that no man can steal and weather and time cannot cause these things to age and ultimately break down. So Peter says that you were not redeemed by fickle earthly things but you were redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. In other words, Peter was saying that the same blood that redeemed you, the same blood that saved you is the same blood that can redeem you out of this persecution or out of this situation. Peter might as well have said that the blood still works. Silver and gold did not save you and bring you close to God. It wasn't the traditional rituals and conversations of man that redeemed you, but it was the precious blood of the Lamb of God that brought you out and stood you up. Peter was telling the people where the real power was, and I tell you right now, that is no power in your money, it's no power of your own, it's not your muscle or your knowledge that does anything, but all of the power lie in God. There was a well-known preacher that I used to love to listen to, I would listen to this guy just about every other day and that is until I heard him say that the blood of Jesus and I quote, don't do nothing. You know you can't listen to everybody because some of these men are just sent to steer you wrong. He claims that the blood of Jesus does not do anything but the text just said that we weren't redeemed by fickle earthly things but we were redeemed by the blood of Jesus so the blood redeems us so let me add in right here since we're talking about blood that when Jesus said whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up on that last day. When Jesus said that all the people were shocked at what he said because eating or drinking blood was forbidden in the law of Moses. God says I will set my face against that person who eats blood and I will cut him off from his people. That's Leviticus 17 and 10. But Jesus was not talking about his physical blood. He was talking about the blood that flows in his spiritual body. He said it is the spirit who gives life and the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. The blood Jesus was referring to is his spiritual blood. And that spiritual blood is the Holy Spirit. 
But as long as John 6.53 says that there is life in the blood of Jesus, I'm going to plead it. As long as Revelation says that we can overcome by the blood of the Lamb, I'm going to plead that blood. As long as Ephesians 2.12 says the blood of the Lamb brings us closer to God, I will plead it. Jesus. Jesus. When Jesus said we must drink his blood in order to obtain eternal life, he was not looking back to pagan mystery religions. He was asking us to drink the Holy Spirit. He said, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, streams of living water will flow from within him. That living water is the Holy Spirit. I remember when people would be going through a situation. You could walk into the church and you would see all the mothers and other people surrounding that person and I would hear them say the blood of Jesus over you. I plead the blood of Jesus over your sickness. I plead the blood of Jesus over your finances, over your problems, over your house, over your situations. And a well-known songwriter said, you can't have my family. He said, you can't have my increase. Then he said, you can't have my breakthrough. And he finished it off with saying, I plead, I plead the blood. And if the blood worked in the Bible, the blood still works now. So I plead the blood of Jesus over you. I plead the blood of Jesus over your children, over your situation, over your sickness, over your job. I plead the blood over your stress, Jesus. Hallelujah. If there's power in the name of Jesus, there's power in the blood too. We are covered by the blood of Jesus. And let me tell you what this blood does. And I hope that brother I was talking about is listening because the blood does more than nothing. The blood pays the debt of sin. The blood of Jesus justifies us. The blood of Jesus forgives us and it saves us from God's wrath. The blood heals us. The blood makes us alive. The blood purges us. It cleans us. It gives us power over the enemy. If we stray from God, the blood brings us close. It brings us near to God. God's blood distorts the plans of the enemy and it declares us righteous and holy. God's blood frees us from guilt and the blood gives us new revelation and new favor. But most of all, the blood of the lamb gives us salvation and the Bible says, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? And you are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. God paid a heavy price for us. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. You might say, 
How did God purchase us with his own blood? The Bible says, well, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. The blood of Jesus is God's blood because Jesus is God manifested in the flesh. And God paid the price when his son died on the cross and when his blood spilled out, salvation was available to all who would receive it. And I'm so glad that Jesus died for me, but I'm even happier that Jesus got up and walked out of the grave. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the son of God. No blood, no victory. But since Jesus has the power and we are covered by his blood, we shouldn't give up. We don't have to fall. We don't have to faint. Jesus, we... Jesus. Jesus, since we are covered by his blood, we need to praise him for the protection that comes with that blood. We need to praise God for the closeness that comes with that blood. Jesus, you are covered by that blood. So give God some praise. Jesus, the blood still works. The Bible says, and they overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. You know your testimony can make you an overcomer. Your testimony can make you a winner. You might not feel that you can make it. You might not feel that you can go on, but all you got to do is look back at what God has done for you in the past, and that testimony can be few for your faith that can keep you walking on. You might not feel like you can make it, but just look back at what God has done and understand if God did it in the past, he can do it in the future. So keep on putting one foot in front of the other one. Keep on walking forward. Keep on moving with some Holy Ghost momentum and don't let nothing stop you because you are covered by the blood. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The blood still works. The blood still works. The blood still works. You might say, well, Brother Larry, how do you know? How do you know that the blood still works? If I could show you who I used to be, if I could show you what I used to do, if I could show you the places that I used to go, you would see the holes that are in my soul. You would see the stains that are staining my soul. But once I came under the blood of Jesus and that blood came over me, it made me an overcomer over the world, over my sicknesses, over my sins. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God's blood changed me. 
So if you ask me how I know the blood still works, I know who I used to be and I see who I am now and only the blood of Jesus could cause a change in my life like that. So I thank God for his blood. I thank God for his death. I thank God for everything he's done. But most of all, I thank him for dying and rising again for my sins. We would be nowhere without God. And we would be nowhere without the sacrifice of Jesus. Jesus is the only one that I know of that got stronger when he laid down. So lay down your situations. Lay down your stress. Lay down all of these things that are bothering you at the feet of Jesus because you are covered by his blood. Let his blood do the work and you just let your faith be focused on him. I will lift up my eyes from, to the hills from which cometh my help because all of my help comes from God. All of my help come from God. Praise God for his blood. Praise God for his death and praise God for his rising again. Where would you be without the blood of Jesus that washed you and made you whole. I'm gonna share something with y'all. This message was supposed to have another part to it, but I couldn't figure out how to make it happen. But what I was going to do, I think this paints a good picture of it. What I was going to do is put on a t-shirt under my clergy attire because we look real good in, the, in this church and in our suits. Some, we, we look real fly, amen? But what I was gonna do was put a t-shirt on under this clergy shirt and I was gonna put stains just all over the shirt and I was gonna take this shirt off and I was going to say, if you could see the real me, if you could see what's in me without all of this stuff covering it up and hiding it, if you could really see that, you would really understand what people are dealing with. But if I came in here with that dirty shirt on, the truth is that I wouldn't be the only one. <laughs> I wouldn't be the only one with stains. I wouldn't be the only one with holes in my soul. But the great thing about it, it I was going to bring another shirt too. And this one was all white. Some of us are walking around with stains on our soul. But once you come under the blood of Jesus, he gives you another garment that is white 
as snow. Y'all get the picture? Y'all get the picture? Someone in here, if they could look at themselves with honesty, they would understand that they have some things, they have some stains, they, they have some lack, they, they have some things that they need to bring under the blood of Jesus. The blood justifies us, it cleanses us, it makes us whole. So you don't have to walk around with a dirty t-shirt. You can just walk down to the altar and bring your dirty t-shirt to the Lord and let him give you a new, white, clean garment. You don't have to go through life struggling with nowhere to go. Even with God, life is a struggle. But if you have God, you know where to go for peace and you know where to go for your breakthrough. I love to say, that God is the greatest insurance plan that you can have, more solid than the rock of Gibraltar. So if you need a new spiritual insurance plan, if you need an insurance plan for your soul, let me introduce you to the God that gave his son to die. He thought you were so important that he sent his son to die just for you. Praise God for his word. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus is saying, I died on a cross to give you salvation. And you can have this salvation if you would just receive it. What I want to know, is there one, is there two that wants to receive the salvation that Jesus made possible? If you want to receive that salvation, meet me down in the front. If you want to strengthen your relationship with God, meet me down at the altar the blood of Jesus is a covering for us and when we were all in our sins God knew that we needed a covering and he made it possible with his blood the people of Israel were told to put the blood over their doorposts and when the death angel came flying by it would see the blood and pass over for 2020 we're gonna need the blood of Jesus covering us yes it's gonna be your year but some of y'all are gonna see negativity at a new level and you better be covered by the blood of Jesus. Praise God for the blood. Praise God for his word. Praise him for his salvation. In Jesus' name, thank you.
extend forgiveness and mercy and grace to each and every one who needs it on this day. Pray for me, preacher. I want to be saved. Step out. Come down. You can be saved today. Your life can be changed. You can never be the same again. Let me tell you what God has done in the life of our speaker tonight. Sister Blake and I, years ago, we're sitting together talking. The phone rang. He picked up the phone. And the word came back, Brother Larry has been shot. He was coming out of his apartment with a friend, and a young man stepped in front of them, said, get back in the apartment. Brother Larry tried to close the door. The young man fired his gun point blank in Larry's chest. We got the news and we caught a plane as quickly as we could. Made it to Atlanta to see about our son. He was tubes coming in his mouth, into his nostrils, into his body. And the doctor said, I don't know whether he can make it until morning, but if he can, that may be a possibility of his survival. We prayed and we stood there and we depended on the Lord. We asked God to heal our son, to preserve our son's life. After being shot point blank with a pistol, center chest, he lay in the hospital for a day and began to recuperate. Four days or five days later, Brother Larry walked out of that hospital alive and well. I know God has a purpose for his life, a goal for his life. And I thank God for what he has done in the life of my son. Clap your hands and give praise to the Lord for him. Just as the Lord blessed him, God can bless you. And the blood that Jesus shed if you believe on him and trust him, he will revolutionize your life and your life will never be the same again. Come on, preachers, step forward. Put your hands on those who are standing at the altar. Dear Lord, bless those who stand before us now. By your grace and mercy, you brought us together in your house. They've heard your word. They've heard that your word, your blood still works. They've heard that Jesus paid it all. They heard that the blood that Jesus shed can purchase their forgiveness and their atonement. And Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in their lives. You at the altar and in the audience, pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I'm so sorry for all of my sins. Please forgive me for the wrong I've done. I'm sorry that I've not lived for you all of my life, I'm sorry 
I'm not testified of your greatness, but Lord, I receive you now. I beg you, dear Lord, forgive me for all of my sins. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he died for me. I believe he arose from the dead. I receive Christ as my Savior and my Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for saving me. I thank you for forgiving me. I thank you for coming into my life all over this auditorium. If you're glad that Jesus is your Lord that is in your life, come on, let's give him praise. Won't everybody praise him? Clap your hands and praise him. Let the Holy Ghost flow through this place and give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for